Welcome back to the Scriptwriters Multiverse. In today's episode, we are diving in to feedback. Because as you know, feedback is a writer's best friend. The trick becomes where to find affordable and quality feedback. So many people will tell you to have a friend or family member review your script, as well as an industry professional. And I recommend this as well. The reason is you want to know how your script is coming across to the average viewer and reader of books and movies and TV shows. And then you also want to know if you're hitting the industry, the industry standard, okay? And they might be able to give you feedback that will elevate the script, let you know where you omitted things, um, let you know what the strengths and weaknesses are. And a friend or family member can do that as well. It just might not be at the level of the industry standard. And you'll see on websites like Rotten Tomatoes that they have the audience experience and the critics experience. And that can help people really gauge on if they want to watch the movie or TV show or not. So it's immensely beneficial. I have friends that have given me positive yet constructive criticism. If they don't like something, they let me know. <laughs> okay. And I'm not offended, right? As a writer, you're, you're needing to be detached from your script to a degree and just hearing other people's experiences with your script. Okay. And then I've also worked with industry professionals that have really helped me amplify my voice so that it's distinguishable and really help me get past my own stumbling blocks. Cause we all have things that we do that we're so used to doing that it doesn't seem not wrong, but it doesn't seem um, like it doesn't fit, okay? Uh, if you've watched a lot of late night shows, you know that some of the hosts will say a certain phrase or a certain word or a certain mannerism over and over again. The same will happen in your script, okay? And your reviewer or script analyst can help you balance it, okay? So it's very important and very valuable. The thing is, there are quite a few different ways to get industry professionals feedback. And in following episodes, I will dive into that. But for today, we're just gonna focus on Barnstorm. I am not an affiliate of theirs. I'm not being paid by them. I'm just talking about my firsthand experience with their company. So I do recommend Barnstorm for their feedback. And I'm going to give a little bit of a backstory for what helped me connect with them in the first place. And then also just let you know more about my experience with them. So first of all, in 2018, I was really hungry for 
improving my writing, but also finishing a specific script. You know how you'll have an earworm and you'll just hear a song, it'll be in your head, you can't get it out day in and day out. That happened for one of my scripts. Every day I was thinking about finishing it and every night I was thinking about finishing it. So I started looking for a script doctor. I had worked with a script doctor before in 2010, and that was because I was working with a life coach to really set myself up for success in my 20s, and she recommended I work with a script doctor for one of my scripts. So I found someone who had taught at the Vancouver Film School and the Victoria Film School, but we had different ideas <laughs> on the script, which is fine. I do feel like he was helpful. He did elevate the script and he actually decided to produce the script and I was in it. So we filmed it. It was a very unique experience that a lot of people don't get until later on in their career. So I was really excited about that. It also gave me a boost in my confidence that this person loved the script, <laughs> right? And it was completely unfinished in my mind. So the thing was, he wanted to change the script too much and he really whitewashed it. Um, not intentional, you know, but I just was like, okay, this is a life lesson about sticking to my voice, you know? So it kind of left a bad taste in my mouth. I decided to not work with him anymore. I took the good, I left the bad, and I moved on with my life. Throughout the years, I tried to update the script, but honestly, I don't know what was going on. My computers would blow up, um, the internet would disconnect, and something would be deleted. I kept trying to revise the script, and it kept something kept happening <laughs> that it was destroyed. So I was like, mm, I think this is a sign <laughs> from the universe. I'm just not going to write the script. So I didn't for years. And then in 2018, I was like, I gotta write this script. So I started looking for script doctors again. I looked for someone who was more my age, who would understand some of the struggles we deal with in today's society. Um, and I felt like he would be more open to like gender things. I did work with him, he was helpful, but at the end of the day, I still felt like he didn't understand my voice enough to really elevate the script to the level I wanted it to be. Um, so again, I took the good, I left the bad, and I moved on. But I couldn't find a script doctor that was affordable that I felt was connected to my script, and that's what led me to screenplay competitions, because a handful of them allow you to submit your script and get free feedback. It The, the price for the submission includes the feedback. And one of those competitions was Barnstorm. So I first submitted to them in 2019 on their website and on their competition. They guarantee feedback within the first two weeks. That's really what sold me on it because I was hungry for feedback quick. And I did submit and I did get feedback. The thing is, I believe I've submitted like five scripts to their competition and three was longer, three scripts took longer to get the feedback, and two I got back at the right time. The thing is, 
it's not that big of a deal if you don't get feedback exactly when somebody says, but one was submitted in July and I didn't hear back until November. And by that time, I had already updated the script. So, you know, generally speaking, when you submit to a competition, it should be your finished draft or your final draft. But a lot of people don't do that. And you might not do that. Sometimes we just submit to get some feedback so that we have something to do to improve the script. So I had updated the script and it just wasn't really valuable at that point when I got it back. Um, but it did validate to me, oh yeah, I the changes I've made are actually the changes they suggested. So it just really confirmed to me that the changes I made were really good and that's still valuable. So I also placed in one of their competitions as an honorary mention. I made it to the shortlist for my screenplay called Rain Pours. This is one of my first scripts and it's one of the trickiest ones because I remember writing it at 18 or 19 and I had a very specific vision for it. But now at my current age, it doesn't fit. Okay, it doesn't fit exactly with the original vision. So that internal conflict is coming out in the script. So it might have placed higher had I resolved that internal conflict, but it again gave me a boost to my confidence. The feedback was helpful and I will go back over that script and smooth it out later on. I'm more than likely going to just splice it, I'm going to make two separate scripts out of it so that one honors the original vision and then the second one becomes like a web series. So yeah, <laughs> when you sign up for competitions, your email goes into their database and they will give you updates on if you place or didn't place. So that's what I got. I got the note saying that I didn't place in some and then the note that I did place in another. And then with this competition with Barnstorm and other ones, they will then give you updates on what they're doing, anything new that they're doing or invite you to um, the next competition or give a blog post that will help you. So I suggest that everyone stay subscribed if they really still like the competition to the email list because it's really helped me, okay? So for Barnstorm this year, 2021, they submitted a invitation in the email to join their feedback loop. When I got this email, I was excited, but then concerned. Why? Because of what I mentioned earlier, which was the feedback did not come in the time frame that they said it would come. So I've become more of a uh, regimented writer. It's why I have uh, 50 scripts done in almost two years. When I set when I set a goal, I achieve it, right? So I have a writing goal, and I expect to have feedback at a certain time to process that feedback in a timely manner. And then when I don't get that feedback, it can throw me off at this stage in my writing. So I was like, should I submit it and then potentially have to wait months to hear back? Cause it is, it is kind of expensive for, for like the, 
the average person for the lump sum, it's $250 for a year of feedback. But that is less than $10.50 per script. But I wasn't sure. <laughs> so I went to their website. I clicked it from my email. I went to their website. And I went to the frequently asked questions. And they said that they do offer a refund, a prorated refund, if you've already used their service. So it's like, okay, if I sign up and I submit the script and it takes months, I can just ask for a refund and they will give me a refund. And I've worked with them before, so I do believe that they would give me a refund. So I paid the 250. I submitted a script and I was counting down the days. <laughs> okay, I was like, am I gonna get the feedback within two weeks? Friday came and there, behold, in my inbox was the feedback. I was so excited. It was on time and the feedback was actually helpful. One of the things I like about Barnstorm is they give the feedback in the PDF that you send. Because writing is rewriting, us as writers will update our drafts regularly. So sometimes when someone's reviewing our script, they'll say on page 16 or on page 38. But if we've updated the draft and that's no longer where that exact part is, it can be confusing and throw us off. So I like that they have the original draft that I sent and then they give me notes on the entire script. This is my most recent pilot for a TV limited series. And I will talk about the feedback that they gave me in a little bit. But there's just a few more things I wanted to say about Barnstorm before I go into the feedback. Okay. On their frequently asked questions, they will tell you what the page limit is. They will tell, they will show you some sample feedback. And then they have the email if you have any additional questions. Okay. I do recommend their competition because it's valuable. If you win, it's valuable what you get. And like I said, I, I do recommend the feedback loop because it is affordable if you can pay a lump sum and it's quality feedback. So now I will just jump into why I think their feedback is valuable. So you always want someone who will highlight truths, but also say things in a positive way, a constructive way where it's not just very generic general advice and I've had that happen where someone's just like oh the dialogue is a little wooden I'm like which part <laughs> okay so I like that they write it in red on all the different parts that they are suggesting changes and why they are suggesting the change because especially when you're starting you don't always know how to frame the advice so let's dive into the feedback they gave me. So it's a little bit hard for you to really understand all the feedback because you haven't read the script and I'm not going to read the entire script in the podcast, but I'll just tell you why it was helpful from my experience. And I'm not going to go through all the, the feedback, but I'm going to highlight the ones that stood out to me. So teaser, that's felt incomplete. When I wrote the teaser, I knew it felt incomplete, but I wasn't completely sure how to fix it. And then just one day, 
burst of inspiration and I adapted the teaser. And then later I got the feedback from them and they were asking about a specific part saying, is this superimposed? Is it voiceover? And it needs more of a reveal for it to be called a teaser. It felt more so like a title reveal. And I agreed because there's this one part where there's a poem and I'm like, should it be verbally said or just typed on the computer? And then I added some more parts that are um, kind of giving insight into the rest of the script, which a, a teaser is supposed to be like. But I'm also playing around with non-linear storytelling. And I was able to do that with my changes to the teaser. So I like that. Um, another thing that they said was needing a change. Let me just scroll down. Well, this actually wasn't needing a change. This was actually some positive feedback. So I specifically wrote a scene where they're acknowledging their surroundings because I don't really like watching shows where it feels like the background is just backdrop you know, and the actors and actresses are not feeding, playing off of the energy of it. So I decided I wanted them to play off of the environment and they specifically were acknowledging it. And they, well, sorry, the, I'm saying the actors were, the, the characters were specifically acknowledging it. And then the reviewers of the script said, we like that your characters acknowledge their surroundings. So it just made me think, oh, like that specific part that I intentionally wrote so that people would realize it's nice to engage with the surroundings, they they noticed it, <laughs> okay? So it's always just nice when your intention is received fully for what it was intended for. Moving along. <laughs> They did say a scene could be cut, and I had heard this twice before, and so I cut it, <laughs> okay? They said it felt like it should be in the second or following episode, so that's what I did. I removed it from the first episode and put it into the second, and it works. It reads so much better. Originally, I wrote the script as a 30-minute pilot, but then it got really long, and it became an hour. So when I cut the part out, it went back, the page count went down and it's now a 45 minute script. And they suggested that. They said, make the pilot 30 minutes rather than an hour. So I didn't make it an hour, I made it 45 minutes. Um, and they also highlighted a part where my mind reverted back to writing like a novel and I didn't superimpose something. So they were giving me feedback on my formatting. Your mind will do that, right? There was another part that always gave me a headache in the script, and I didn't really know why, but they said it's a double negative here and it's confusing. And that's, that like was like, perfect, now I understand. You know, sometimes you get in your own way and you don't really, you know something's wrong, but you're not sure why it's wrong and how to fix it. So this helped me improve that part of the script. And when we got to the end of uh, the act one, they said solid end of act one, you firmly establish your conflict. And I did put a lot of work into the end of act one being like a wham, bam, thank you, man. <laughs> okay. So I'm glad that they liked that part. Um, 
there was another part that they said it was a bit confusing, so I clarified that, and I realized, yeah, that actually is a little bit confusing. Um, let me keep scrolling, 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 scrolling. Okay, so I'm just seeing if there's anything else that, well, there was one part that they didn't understand, and this is common. If you're writing a limited series that's going to be six or eight episodes, you will tease little parts at the beginning that will be explained later on, and it's hard for the reviewer to know exactly where you're going with someone, with something unless they know the whole story. So there's one scene where they're like, this scene doesn't add to anything, but it actually does. It creates suspense. It actually gives insight into the backstory of one of the characters that he's holding a secret. So I didn't remove it. I'm keeping it. Um, but I was able to like better understand that if I want to submit this to them again, I should give them a better blueprint of where the story is going. So I am going to write episode two and then give them the series Bible so that they so that the next round of feedback I get from them is more so with a clearer understanding of the totality of the script. All right. They also said one part was clunky for the dialogue and it really was. <laughs> so I changed it. Um, and then lastly, at the end of the um, episode, they said that one of the characters should be in the hospital but that doesn't really make sense because the character is not a family member and the character has something specifically that would make it really hard for him to be out in public. So I ignored that advice, but I at least felt like they had fully read my script and were trying to really help. Okay. Um, also there, I changed the tag, the end of the script. I, I kept going back and forth in my mind of like, this tag should not really be a tag, it should just be the end of Act 4. So I went back and I've changed it to being the end of Act 4, but I'm also not uh, taking their advice for, um, basically, there was a part that should be teased out more. And that's what I decided to do. So all in all, I would say that the majority of this feedback, this feedback was right and helpful. Some things I didn't agree with, as will happen with any feedback, but I'm happy <laughs> with it. And I sent another script. It's called Cancel Culture Arena. It's a short, and I'm confident that I will get the feedback within two weeks. So check out Barnstorm and their feedback loop if you would like feedback for the rest of this year. For me, I need some type of goal in the future to work towards and monetary goals help. So I've already paid all this money and I want to get the most out of my money. So it makes me want to write more scripts and it makes me want to submit scripts so that it's not just a waste of money. Okay, so you'll find what motivational tactics work for you. Monetary ones work for me, but also just that anticipation of submitting a script. So because I don't want to be embarrassed when an industry professional is reading my script, before I submit it, I will rewrite it and then submit it. So with Cancel Culture Arena, I rewrote it right before I submitted it. And it was because I had received feedback before about 
it escalating too quickly, but I didn't really know how to fix it. But because of my anxiety <laughs> surrounding getting that note again, it birthed some inspiration and all of a sudden I knew how to fix that part. Well, I think I fixed it. So it was 12 pages before, now it's 13. I submitted it. Um, and then when I get the feedback again, I will edit it again. And I just really like that process. First of writing, then of rewriting before I submit it, anticipating the feedback, oh, it's gonna be good. Then getting the feedback and rewriting it. I love that. I know a lot of people don't, but I really enjoy it. It gives me something to do because of the pandemic, right? I can't just go out with friends and have a good time. I'm living alone, <laughs> staring at a screen. So it actually is helping me, the feedback loop is helping me stave off depression by giving me something to look forward towards and actually giving me helpful and constructive feedback. All right. The only problem was not getting feedback as soon as I would have liked in the past. But again, that's not a big deal. It's a small company. And I think they probably hired more people with the feedback loop if it's, you know, as popular as I think it will be. In the description of this podcast, I will put their website so you can check them out. If you want to share your experience with them, you're welcome to. And I will see you very soon in the following episodes.